Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. And Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters, Craig Morgan calling in shortly from Mullet Arena. Petey, I don't think any of us circled this one as a win. No. But, like you said, there's times and there's teams that you want to beat as an Arizona Coyote fan. The LA Kings, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Vegas Golden Knights. And when you talk about the duel in the desert, and you want to, they're a natural rival. Of course, they're in two different divisions because they're only a few hours apart. So that makes sense. But this is a game that you want to win. Did I think they would beat the Vegas Golden Knights? Vegas traveled last night after playing at home. Coyotes travel from Dallas. I thought that was a bad travel day for, for the Coyotes, and I thought this was going to be tough. Um, they played well. Surprising to me, the one thing for me is Vegas is a very fast team. They transition fast. They skate fast. They move through the neutral zone quickly. Coyotes looked like the faster team tonight. I know Vegas had more shots on goal, but the Coyotes looked like the faster team. And when the Coyotes skate well and move the puck well and look like they're playing fast, they can play with anybody. It's just too often that they don't because of their horrific schedule. But yay, big win. And when the Coyotes score first, they tend to do better too. And they got wow, things going quick. right away. A minute 59 into the game, Dylan Gunther gets on the board, which was just such a relief because not only are they scoring first, scoring early in the game, kind of setting the, the tone, but two full games, six full periods without a goal for this yeah. team. And that it's, it was starting to get painful. So just to kind of have the monkey off the back for that. Early. early, Yeah, very early in the game. Not Their first goal wasn't, you know, responding to tying the game if Vegas was up or anything like that. Like, they kind of got to set the tone with that early goal. And I really think that's what it did the whole rest of the game. And this team had a lead for the first time since January 10th. That's unreal. How long that What's is. today? A long time. The twenty second. That's almost two weeks. To have weeks. a lead, not to win, to have a lead. But it's funny. You look at, at how that goal was created, and there's a couple things. Uh, Michael Carcone's filling in on a, on a line with with Bugstead and now Gunther, and it's you know normally it's Michelli and Kraus. Um, I tell you what, Carcone looked good tonight. Like he, that's a, it's a simple play, and when you come up here, you can't make big mistakes. And on that goal, all he does is dump the puck in from the blue line. But it's the right play. It's those little plays. Instead of trying to carry it farther and turning the puck over and Vegas going the other way, he just dumps the puck in, a, in behind the goal line. Bugstead's first on the puck on the fork check. Good pass behind the back to, to Gunther driving the net. And it was quick. It was bing, bang, and it was in the net. It was a really nice play by that line. And I thought that line looked good tonight. I thought Carcone did some great things. We talk a lot about when, you know, Michelli and Kraus and O'Brien all come back. Is there going to be room for him? I hope so. Yeah. I, I hope mean, there is. If not, then there might be room for him when the trade deadline comes and goes. But that's for another day. Um, and we really wanted him to score because we want, we have saying Michael Carcone. Yeah, yeah you've <laughs> so been Carcone. It's just so fun to He does say. that play like he stops and does the 360. And, well, you've been Carcone. <laughs> but didn't get to do it tonight. I love it's it. too bad. We, By the way, I was at the mall tonight. We're talking yes. about were their fans obnoxious. 
I don't know if they were obnoxious to Vegas fans, but there sure were a lot of them. Really? Boy, yeah, there were a lot of Vegas Golden Knight fans. But I guess it's a four-hour drive. You can't get into games at the T-Mobile. They got some tickets here. Yeah, and get Why your, not? see your team super up close. Yeah, and a weekend, make a weekend of it in Tempe. Love it. Like Anaheim did. <laughs> Do you know Anaheim was here yesterday for dinner? When's that like? I saw a tweet, Dallas Stars tweeted today. It's like, oh, looking forward to the full week before the All-Star break at home. Like... Mm, no, it doesn't happen. Yeah. The couldn't, couldn't be the Oats. Couldn't be couldn't the Oats. they got to play 8.30 in Anaheim. 8.30. Hey, buddy, I don't know what time that show is going to be, but it's not going to be early. And we know when we have our late show starts how those get off the rails early. That right. was a sigh, and that was a sigh for the show, not for this game. We're happy about the game. We're happy about the effort. And we're... Uh, same thing we always try to say is there were good individual efforts. And Carcone, I think, was one. We talked about being Carconed. But there are a lot of individual performances tonight. There's a lot of things you can hang your hat on this game and go, okay, they deserve to win. I know Vegas had the push, and Vegas had a lot of a lot of shots and some scoring chances, but this is how the Coyote team wins. They get good goaltending that's solid, yep. and they take advantage of their opportunities. Lou is there, too. Yes, you did. You said you saw Lou. Lou. Didn't see his wife. She was late. Oh, that's okay. Um, I'm going to go a little bit out of order today, and I want to look at your keys first because usually when they win, it's because they follow your keys. So let's evaluate. Yeah. The first one's tough because when you look at the score sheet, that 18 giveaways the Coyotes did to, to Vegas is four. I felt like they weren't costly turnovers, though. There was one in the second period through the middle of the ice that, that ended up being a huge scoring chance. But even these turnovers didn't start the transition. And I tell you what, Vegas did not look fast. They didn't look fast. They looked slow on the back-to-back. So I'm going to give that a half. Um, when the first period... Both teams playing the back-to-back. Coyotes won the first period. We know how important it is for this Coyotes team to play well early. They didn't do that against Dallas. They were able to do that tonight. They get a 2-0 lead after the first. So definitely a ding-ding-ding on that one. <laughs> and Veggie, he just needed a game to get back on track. He needed a game to get his feet back underneath him. And his first win since when? December 29th. And you know who that win was against? I, th- I think it was Toronto. <laughs> Yeah, there they are. Let's go. Leaves, never forget. Four times in 2022. So I think they got two and a half of the three keys, yeah. and that's good enough for a win any day. Absolutely, absolutely. And we got to give Veggie his flowers. He had a really solid night. He's been shaky here and yeah. there, and he's had a couple better nights as of late. But 35 of thir- saves on 36 shots for for a .972 save percentage. So. That's great numbers for him, and I hope this is something that gets his confidence back because in these last couple of games, getting shut out for nothing both yeah. times with the lack of offense, and luckily the offense showed up for the Coyotes tonight, but to leave a team like Vegas, who is – this is a playoff team. This is this is a cup-contending team, yeah. to be frank, to, to only allow them to score one goal. You know, and if, if they play again tomorrow, it could be different, but tonight Reggie did what he needed to do, and he was – it was good. Yeah, and I think that that's one of the things we've talked about here. Make no mistake, when this team is getting wins early in the season, it was because Veggie was playing extremely well, which gave the team confidence. And they just needed one or two to get the win. And then they went on a little spell where they weren't defending well. They weren't stopping the pucks they were normally stopping in the defensive zone. This is the way Vimelka needs to play for them to get wins. I thought he looked sharp tonight. I thought he made big saves. Uh, I thought he was quick tonight. You know, the one that was interesting was the one that went off his blocker, went straight up in the air. He might look at that as awkward, but it's a hell of a save to make that blocker save. And he backs up, does just what you're told to do, back up, take away the post, kept the puck out of the net. And it is kind of ironic. I guess, maybe? I don't know the word is. That Phil Kessel is the guy that does get their lone goal. A guy that's been struggling to generate offense all season long, and he comes into the mullet. I'm sure that and felt he fires good for him. him. Oh, if, you know, uh, there's a lot of negativity. People felt like when Phil left this organization, he said the wrong things. He may have said the wrong things, but he's not a bad person. Yeah. People say things in the heat of the moment, and, and I, I give him a little bit of a mulligan on that. I'd like to see him get success. I know he's got the record now. So I wasn't actually, I'd like to see the shutout for Veggie, but I wasn't disappointed if they were going to get a goal that came off the stick of Phil Kessel. While we're talking about Veggie, can we talk about his pads and his helmet? <sighs> yeah, Second and that was a legit <laughs> side because that one, okay, love him. The mask, loved it. I love the colors. I like the black bars. I thought it looked really cool. I like how he did the number on the script from the, the piping of the jersey. I thought that looked really cool. Mask, solid win. I need someone to help me with the pads. 
I, I all in for the full cactus. Love the full cactus. Love thing. the cactus. Love it. But what's wrong with it? They are not. They don't make one big cactus. So when you make pads, like I've seen it done thousands of times. When you put the pads together, it makes the Canadian flag or uh, the Rangers did a Statue of Liberty. It makes the picture, completes the picture. Half of the cactus is on the outside of each pad. So when you put them together, it doesn't do shit. It's just purple. <laughs> put the cactus in the middle. So when you make, the, oh, there's the cactus. I don't get it. That happened once. I, I swear that happened with, um, Auntie ranted at that once too, where the, the design was on the outside. And I think it was the Kachina. And the Kachina's on the outside. And I go, what are you doing? And I think that was a mistake. This, I, it, it looks cool. It looks cool when he's standing. Uh, uh, I, I don't mean, know. Put it together. It should have made the cactus. Yeah. That would have been cool for me. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely off base. I thought the jerseys, and I'll admit, maybe we were a little hard on the jerseys earlier in the week. Oh, yeah. See, look what DP's doing. That is a top-notch producer. Yes. But we gave the jerseys a, a tough time in person and on TV. I thought they looked pretty good. I, I have to say, and if you watched our show talking about the jerseys, we did definitely critique them, and Espo was part of that. Yes. And um, there here, it is. here's the the pads for those watching on. So YouTube. when he stands up straight, you would like to see the cactus make a cactus, a full cactus between the five. I holes. do have to say, it kind of looks cool, like in that. It position. does not terrible here, but when he stands up, it looks like it's a mistake. The helmet is money. The helmet is unreal. Don't you like the? Helmet? I love the helmet. I think the mask is awesome. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um. But I, and I liked the jerseys in person okay, way better than yeah, I gave. So, so that's what that's what I wanted to that's say. So we talk. had so we had. That's that's your jersey talk. Now it's my turn. Okay. Um. So it, it was me and Espo sitting here because yes. uh, the Suns are here too. They're also on their post game show. Um. So thanks for tuning in to ours, by the way, and like this video while you're here. We appreciate you. Um. And Espo was probably the the toughest on the jerseys out of anyone. True. And he and I both agreed that they looked better on TV. And then Sean also chimed in, and we kind of had a discussion. The reason they look better on TV is because you don't see the Arizona. Arizona logo as much and that's kind of the thing that made them so hard to like i will say because we only ever saw the jersey itself um on that picture of Mosier and just yeah. the the jerseys on rocks and when they did the photo shoot you never got to see the full player in full gear wearing them so the the first of all we saw the pants because yep. craig tweeted the photo but seeing it all together i loved it and then the socks the socks with the pattern, the same yeah. pattern that's on the trim of the jerseys, like that really completed the whole look for me. And it kind of got me behind the look of them and the numbers being tan. You can really can tell they're them. tan because the ice is so white. You really get that they're tan and they're so easy to read the names and the numbers. And that is the biggest critique I have of the orange reverse retros. You cannot read the numbers on them. It is impossible to read the numbers. So I got to say... I, like, I still don't love them. I probably won't buy one for myself. Um, and I've noticed this a lot on Twitter and earlier in the chat. I think a lot of people changed their tune on these mm -hmm. tonight. And I'll, I'm going to, I'll get by. I'll yeah. get by the rest I, of the season. I don't mind it. Them. But with the other thing that it did is we had, for a brief moment, we had the mullet magic. And they were winning at the mullet. That has since passed. Now they're at the Coyotes night jersey is currently undefeated. The Desert Knight jersey. Desert Knight. What did I say? Just Knight. Whatever. Eh, whatever. HK. The, the, yeah. yeah. The Desert Knight jersey is 1-0 and, and officially undefeated. undefeated. So, so now we can cling on to that and see next time. They wear it like some they 18 wear, times. Like, yeah, a billion times. I get times. to 18 more times they wear that jersey. So we'll see. 13 more times. 13? Yep. Okay, well, I'll say 18. <laughs> whatever. Matter. No one's checking my work here. <laughs> That's what Craig's for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be the accurate one. The actual reporter. We just, we just yeah, whatever. No, but they're better in person. They get a win. They skated well. They look like a fun hockey team again. I got the opportunity, like I said, to go to the mullet, and it was just fun seeing that atmosphere again. And I talked to a lot of people again. We're going to revisit this that hadn't been there before that said, yeah, I get it now. I get it. This is fun. Yeah. And so here they are. The magic is gone. Desert Nights is now here. Love it. I love it. Um, and let's see. I, we're very late on this for as far as our show goes. But let's look at the numbers from tonight's sure. game. Um, we always do like to check in. Um, 
you know, this feels very Coyotes. 4-1 final with 23 Coyote shots to 36 Vegas shots. Um, This one also seems regular. Vegas scoring on the power play. The Coyotes power play still not doing much. And like you already mentioned, the Coyotes had 18 giveaways just to Vegas's two. And once again, if you covered up the score and asked someone who won this game, they wouldn't say the Coyotes. And yet... They did. So it's the Coyotes' way. couple things. Last time they had 23 shots on goal, was it their last win against Detroit? Wow. 23 shots on goal. Was it, was it? So the two, yeah. So that's a win. The, the other concern here for me, and it has been a concern for a while, was their lack of power play production. One, two, three, four, five, six games without a goal and only one in 10. One in 10. One power play goal in their last 10 games. That's not good enough. And then they're going to have to find a way to score on the power play. And I, th- as good as Keller played tonight, he looked like he was on the power play sometimes because yes, all the did. open ice he was able to create. Even the fr- the pass through the seam on the second goal looked like it was a power play goal, but none of those were power play goals. They weren't, no. unfortunately. Um, but I want to talk about Clayton Keller here in a second. But before we do, I just like this whole time we've been sitting here. First of all, Mark earlier asked in the chat what I was drinking to celebrate the win. I'm drinking water. Um, You know, it's a Sunday night. Petey is drinking Peach Golden Ale, which sitting here, I can actually smell it. I know. And it smells so good. I really want to get up and go get one, but I'm not going to because we're going to be at Four Peaks all day on Wednesday. And I don't want like I'm going to. I'm going to really enjoy my Four Peaks. Are we talking about then? Four Peaks yet? Or, or Yeah, we're talking about Four Peaks right now. So we have a fear, fridge here, a beer fridge. And so I'm going to talk about my peach, Golden Ale, for one second. Okay. Because I talked about the subtle peach because I don't like peach. I don't like the flavor. I think it's overwhelming. This is subtle. It's citrusy, subtle citrus. But what makes this particular can better, when you go to a fridge, I don't know if, if people have those fridges that don't get opened a lot or it's in the back shelf oh, and they're like closer so to the cold. freezer. Yeah. There's actually little chunks of ice in this. Boy, howdy. So it's like, it's like, so it's almost like it's, it's like a slushy, but it's beer. It's like one of and the it last keeps ones. It, and the, it keeps it cold it is so the cold. whole time. That's it's awesome. M- absolute money to celebrate a big win against the Vegas. I love it. Nights. I love it. I can't wait to drink Four Peaks beer all day on Wednesday. And we hope you'll join us because last Wednesdays, are back. Look I know. Jason. <laughs> God damn. Jay, that team, Jay's team, Jay works for the CHGO team, and that team is finally getting hot. And then they lost tonight, and he's in here, Jack Nicholson nodding maniacally. <laughs> Jif. We are on. It's official. <laughs> the battle is on. Did you almost do it? I said Jif instead of GIF. And Sean shot daggers at me. Oh, I thought you were doing the Jack Nicholson. No, but a whole side thing just <laughs> happened here. Um, Sorry, anyway, Jay. Yeah. Hi, Jay. Um, yeah. That, like we already said off the top, there's and somebody, I think JMT said it in the chat, there's some nights worth sacrificing the, cha- the tank for. Toronto, Vegas, LA. Yep. And then he said honorable mentions, Detroit and Boston. Yeah, there's still, there's still a lot of Detroit hate. That goes way back to the early 2000s. Yeah, definitely. For sure. But anywho. Back to what Four I was peaks. saying before. Four Peaks. Um, Jay, we hope you come out to Arizona soon so you can join us at Four Peaks. But we'll be there on Wednesday for last Wednesday. Uh, join the PHNX crew at the A Street Pub January 25th for the first show up at 11. And we're there all day long. So come say hi to us. They'll be live and in person throughout the day. Enjoy $3 beer specials. Come say hi. Got to be 21 to drink, but not to come to Four Peaks and enjoy all the delicious Fantastic. food at the A Street Pub. So t- check it out. It's a lot of fun. Um, all right. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm so sorry, Sean, but uh, there's no, there's four NFL teams left in the race. Are the Vikings in? No, oh. I'm sorry. They're not. Um, I would say something to Sean, but it's not the time. Yeah, it's not the time. Please chat. Please Too leave soon. him alone. Um, Too soon. But the conference championship games are coming next week. Only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL and counting down. To Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code PHNX. New customers bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Do it. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And it's funny. I was just telling my friends today um at lunch how fun it is to bet on the super bowl like all the random things you can bet on the coin toss the color of the gatorade like i cannot wait um for the super bowl bets on DraftKings. so it's gonna be a lot of fun are they still gonna play the game if the vikings and the bills aren't in it (laughs) 
Just saying. Just <laughs> sorry. Um, but while we're on the subject of DraftKings, I think we should crown tonight's DraftKings. Well, we 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 can of the game. Okay. But before we do, okay. John Steiner had a comment. Okay. Now that Keller gets a hat trick in tonight's game, should he get a private jet from Morello to the All Star game? We have been talking about Clayton Keller over the last few days. Yes. And they have not been good things. Since he was named to the All-Star, he got one point in his last nine. So we had been taking a little bit of heat here at PHNX, and today came through flying colors. was absolutely outstanding, and I agree. He should absolutely get a private jet because he plays more minutes than any other forward on this team over the last 20 games, needs a rest, and we're the team is flying him to Florida. And he's got he's to play now when he should be with his feet up watching TV. So yes, he should do that. But he was outstanding tonight. He earned his all-star moniker tonight. He was really good. And it is so funny how literally last night, like 24 hours ago, me and Craig, we sat here and we said, oh my gosh. And and I mean, still, he only had so few points in a span of 11 games. And then tonight he, uh, he said, what? Why are you laughing? Did you see the comment? Did you see oh. the steam coming out? Like I'm, I'm honestly surprised Sean put it on the screen. I am too. I thought he'd walk out. I was like looking to make sure you ready to duck. I am surprisingly at peace with what happened. Today. I was go- I was going to hide under the table. I I was just trying to to move forward and move just, forward. Um, talk about Clayton Keller yes. scoring a hat Love trick it. tonight. Love it. His second career hat trick. His second hat trick of the year, if you will. And Clayton Keller is, of course, tonight. Tonight's DraftKings King of the Game. All-star kills. Hattie. Put the goddamn mouth guard in. I know. Look Just at put that. it in. <laughs> There's kids watching you. And I got to say. As Tyson Nash would say, kids at home, wear your mouth guard. Obviously, the last one was an empty net goal, which shout out to Nick Schmaltz for, like, for Great. definitely yep. teeing him up for that one. Teammate awareness. Definitely could shout out. Loved it. But the first two goals were snipes. Especially that Great second goal. Shot. Like top. Yep. And and like you said um, before, it looked it literally looked like they were that I think it was the I forget which Keller goal, but I it literally the first looked like one a power, was he skated all it over. It looked like a power play. Power play. It Second one like was through seam. Yep. he was great. It was hey, that's the Clayton Keller you need to see. He needs to shoot more, and that's one of the the knocks against him all the times. He doesn't shoot enough. He's got a pretty good shot, which we could see tonight. He needs to shoot more. I thought he looked good tonight. His feet were moving. The line played better tonight. Good for Clayton Keller getting ready to go to the All-Star game that he gets a, a game like this. And I hope he can keep that role going right now. So yeah, happy for him. Absolutely. And another thing to acknowledge, too, with that, he's now um, past Lawson Krauss for the team leading goals, um, which obviously Krauss has been out with injury. So, who, yep. you know, may, who knows what would happen if he were still here. Um, but this is what we said last night. If you're the high, a high pit play, a high-paid player, if you're the all-star, yep. you need to be in that conversation. And you need to be carrying the load when someone like Cross is out of the, Krauss is out of the line. I cannot speak right now. Um, but And that's what he did. That's yep. what he did tonight. So shout out Clayton Keller. And we got to acknowledge Dylan Gunther, too, who got that. That first that's goal. another good shot, yeah. and that's what that's what he does. He can. It's amazing that a guy of his size and stature can shoot the puck as hard as he can shoot the puck. I know he has an unreal. He's shot. nineteen. He has an. I can't wait to see like when he kind of grows into his own. What he what kind of player he's going to be like? It's unbelievable. Like, it's it's really cool. Um, and he now has fifteen points in thirty games this season. It's so, fantastic. You know, yep, like coming him. up from the WHL to the NHL right away. Yeah. And that's pretty good. And we all thought he wouldn't be here, and now he's playing well. And now I just I'm so disappointed we don't get an opportunity to see more of Matthias Michelli. I know, and I hope he gets back soon because he was really he was in the mix for for the the Calder Rookie of the Year. So we'll see if he can get back on track because this is what this whole rebuild is about. It's about Gunther. It's about Michelli. It's about getting Carconed. It's about those kind of players <laughs> and JJ Mosier. And what's this going to look like in a couple of years? And it's you know, hopefully guys like Keller and maybe even Jacob Chicken are still here and, and, and we can get through this rebuild and start making a run at a playoff spot. Absolutely. So without further ado, Uh-oh. it's the man, the myth, the Craig. Hello. What's up, guys? You wiped the Vaseline yeah, from your lens. It looks pretty good. No changes. <laughs> Literally no changes. I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on there. I don't know. You look good, Craig. Thank you, buddy. I feel good. <laughs> Well, Craig, they beat Vegas. They did, and it was 
I don't want to call it relatively easy, but you may, you look at the Vegas shot total and you think, oh my God, they, they give up a lot. They really didn't give up a lot. Vegas didn't have a lot of great chances in this game. I know Corel Vimelka has a nice looking save percentage, but there just weren't a lot of high quality chances from Vegas. The Coyotes defended pretty well tonight. Yeah, and this is a team that we talked about Vegas and their speed and their ability to get through the neutral zone. I was expecting this to be a, you know, one of those games that's racing back and forth and odd man rushes and chances and crazy. It just wasn't. Even when Vegas was on the power play, it didn't feel like, yeah. like they were a threat to score really very often. Anyway, I agree, Craig. Even though the shots were so lopsided, I don't think the scoring chances were. Um, this no. wasn't, you know, Vegas is playing a back-to-back, and they are extremely injured with Stone out of the lineup. They're still missing, what you know, a yeah. couple of, big names on defense too. So uh, if they play like this, this team is going nowhere, but this team is better than that. This team is, if they're not looking at a potential Western conference final, I'd be surprised. Yeah, it is. Like you said, it's hard to judge with the guys that are out of the lineup. But yeah, you look at this team tonight, you're like, yeah, Vegas doesn't look all that impressive, but we'll see. It's a long season. You go through these ups and downs and they will get some of those guys back and probably turn it up a notch after the all-star break. So we'll see. Absolutely. Anyway, good win for the Coyotes. Clayton Keller gets a hat trick uh, after really knew, not doing much most of this month. Um, he talked about sort of what a relief it was both for the team and for himself to to get something going and, and finally find the back of the net. But I thought, and Andre Turin, you talked about this after the game as well, Clayton Keller was really aggressive most of the game tonight. He was really going after it at both ends. And that's the kind of guy that we saw a little earlier in the season. Andre made the same comment. Uh, he, he looks like he's back to his old self a little bit in spite of the heavy minutes, in spite of the crazy, crazy schedule that they're on. So maybe he'll have a head of steam going into the All-Star break and the All-Star game itself. Yeah, very true. Yeah, it's good to see. It's good to see. And that's the kind of effort you want to see from him. And when Clayton Keller's feet are moving and he's skating quickly, and playing fast, that's the kind of game you can expect out of him. And I think this schedule has really hindered not just him, but this entire team on how difficult and how tired they're getting. He looked like he had his legs back tonight. Well, let's hope that can continue for the remainder of this this week before the All-Star break. Yep, absolutely. Um, Craig, another thing I want to ask you, we already gave our thoughts, but you saw we saw the Desert Knight jerseys in person tonight for the first time. Um, what were your thoughts seeing them in person? I like them better in person. Yeah. I still am not wild about the script, but I mean, I said this on the show. I like other parts of the jersey, and I thought the whole combo tonight looked really good. I, I liked Veg's pads. They were cool. I I got to say, I still like Connor Ingram's better, but but I like the pads. I like the I like the whole setup, and I was I, I sort of tripping Andre after because he was wearing a maroon suit. I'm sure you guys saw it behind the bench. I'm actually going to throw this out to our viewers. Andre was wearing a maroon suit tonight, but, you know, it wasn't tailored the way Veg's pads were. There, there was no show of the Desert Knight on Andre's suit, so I felt like he could have brought a little stronger suit game tonight. And I feel like our viewers should go and maybe create their own alterations to his suit and send them to us. I so, love it. I love that idea. I'm going to throw out uh, on that note, Craig. I'm going to throw out a name that you and I will know, but Lee will have no idea what I'm talking about. Do you remember Porter Wagner? The country singer, like that's what he needed to do with his suit. He needed to have a Porter Wagner suit. And now, hopefully, there's someone old enough. CW, please, please, please know who that is because that would have been. Oh, this money. is quite a suit. There it is. Wow. A lot of sequence and designs on a Porter <laughs> Wagner suit. So please do that. Like, why did, if you're going to wear suits, which I say that they shouldn't wear in the national hockey, do that. Like, do that. I don't think Andre's bringing that game. He, he, oh. he shut that down pretty quickly. That, that's more of a Tyson Nash move. <laughs> that is a Tyson Nash move. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, that it is. But I, I still want to see what our, our viewers can create for an Andre Turinyi Desert Night suit. I, I want to see what they can come up with. Love it. Tweet at us at PHNX underscore Coyotes or share in our diehards only Discord your mock-up creations. Yes. And we'll share them because that, that's a great idea, Craig. Um, yeah, we were talking about, though, our one critique would be the fact that the cactus on the pads they don't create one cactus they're on the opposite sides yeah maddie mcconnell says it looks like the uh, university of indiana logo when they're together so i don't know maybe wow and I'm not a big... it looks like an eye it does it looks yeah. like a big burgundy eye <laughs> see so and we had the whole i don't want to get back on my soapbox yeah. i already gave the whole speech but oh well okay um i don't Craig. know what your speech was but okay I want to ask you about something else. I'm just hopping all over the place with you here. But before tonight's game, you attended a 
Yes, on 301, 302, and 303 campaign kickoff event. Um, What was that and what can you tell us about what went on there? Well, first off, it was at the Four Peaks Tasting Room, which I haven't been to before. So that was kind of cool to see. It's a a pretty sweet setup. There were a lot of people there, guys, uh, including four Tempe council members uh, who all spoke at the event. It was it was well attended. Um, Javier Gutierrez spoke as well, although he cut off his his initial presentation. He decided with the size of the room, he wasn't going to. He wasn't going to do that to people for very long. So we only spoke for like five minutes. Um, all the council members spoke. Nick Wood was there, the Coyotes attorney who, you know, has become a little bit of a Coyotes legend for his uh, performances <laughs> in the uh, council chambers. Um, and like I said, there were a lot of uh, community supporters there. Former Cardinals quarterback John Skelton was there. Who he's He, he ran for a council member, actually. Did not get elected, but he was there. He's a supporter. There were a bunch of people in attendance. It was, it was mostly just a, sort of a hobnobbing night where there was food. And, of course, there was Four Peaks beer, which is always a good thing. Love it. I mean, what, what event is w- complete yeah. without Four Peaks? I'm not going to argue with that. I just I, – I, I'm sorry I missed it, Craig. Sounds like a but lot it, of But it is it – is in, like – the, the campaign kickoff like yeah it's it is january it, it's it's May important is soon. it's very important and w- as this process continues phnx will be there to talk about it craig will be there reporting on it and you won't miss a beat on what's happening i still believe this is going to pass i think this is just first of many steps to get us there so yeah we're gonna have we can say it now we're gonna have council member randy keating back on our show in early february Javier wants to come back on our show to talk, and, and I'm sure that you guys have heard some of the no campaigns literature that's been sent out. I've received some emails, so we're going to have to I, – I don't feel like we can just sit here and wait for the vote. Um, there's a lot of work to be done, obviously, on the Coyotes' part on the yes side's vote, but I, I think we have a lot more to do as reporters as well to sort of highlight some of the things that are coming out and some of the things that are being done in the community. So we're going to do that through our shows, through my writing, et cetera. This is uh, obviously a really, really important piece of the Coyotes' future. Absolutely. And just another reason to become a diehard at gophnext.com. So you can read all of Craig's articles. Most of them are free on Unlock, but there are a few for diehards only, including your mailbag, which is coming soon. I don't know if you've asked people to submit yet, but... 7 a.m. tomorrow, the tweet will go out, Leah. Buckle up, Craig. <laughs> work, work, like, work. Hey, we're looking forward to that 90-question mailbag or whatever. See yeah, what let's break, break the record. Yeah. <laughs> Just pummel them with questions. <laughs> Thanks, but they guys. don't, they don't, they can be like random too. Absolutely. I like random. I like random. I like fun, lighthearted. Let's go with that instead. I might ask you a question. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Tarek El-Bashir, who was just on our show, is like, I-, I got one for you when you announced the mailbag. So it's it's coming from all corners of the country now. Good. Love it. Love it. I'm yeah. going to like text all my friends. Hey, ask this guy Please a don't. question. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I would do that, but I have none. <laughs> oh, my God. Moving on. on that, wait. No, let's not move on from that. Let, let's pause on that for a moment. Let's put a pin in that. Okay? Somebody who doesn't have any friends. You should have seen Petey at the arena tonight. Oh, my God. You know what? Thank God they have crushed velvet ropes for the media area for all the people that were trying to get at him to get get a hug, you know, maybe get a, an autograph, maybe give him a kiss. Oh, my God. You were getting escorted by security around the building. There was right? a lot going on today at the mall. I got to see a lot of familiar faces. That's true. Popular Petey. Popular PD. Popular PD. But we said this about the mullet before. You can't avoid anybody there. You're gonna if you know somebody, you're gonna see them at yeah. the mullet. Like there were people I ran into three times and I was only there, period. <laughs> Amazing to me. Anyway. Yep. Oh man, it's a good time. Um, well, Craig, I'm really excited for our show tomorrow. Me too. Um, we have a show tomorrow? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I kid. I know I bought this when I saw the tweet. Oh my! Only when you saw the tweet. No. Yeah, I don't oh pay. T- I don't go to the meeting. Well, we will have a Coyotes general manager, Bill Armstrong, live in studio. Our first in studio guest at the new office downtown Phoenix, Monday at eleven thirty a.m. Live on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. So be sure to subscribe, hit the notification bell, set a reminder, p- block off your work calendar. It's perfect. An early lunch, eleven thirty. We're going to talk the the state of the Coyotes. We're going to talk the trade deadline, the NHL draft, and uh, maybe some fun questions as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. 
with GMBA in studio tomorrow at 1130. Can't wait. Yeah, I think yeah. we are going to try to have fun. I mean, one of the questions I have, we'll tease it a little bit. You saw Bill. Bill's a big, he's a big, good looking guy. And when I say big, like he's tall. Yeah, he's he is a tall. big, strong. So when he played hockey, he was rather tough. So I'm yeah. curious to see. I heard this come up tonight. This question came up in our more furniture recliners by the basketball crew. How many of his teeth do you think he has lost playing hockey? So I'm going to ask him tomorrow. Has he lost any of his teeth? Either yeah. in a fight or by a puck or by a stick. I'm curious. Well, he's had them all replaced, though, because he's got pearly whites. He really yeah. does. Okay, yeah. well, we're going to ask. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the hard-hitting <laughs> news I want to bring. All right. That'll probably yeah. fall in line with his request because his request tonight when I talked to him was, be gentle. <laughs> yeah, so he can handle <laughs> stuff like that. That's the hard-hitting news I'm going to bring tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> so tune in. Um, all right, Craig, anything else before we let you go? Just one little note, and I don't think he got noticed that much tonight because he didn't have points or anything like that. J.J. Mosier played a terrific game tonight. He was so good defensively. We've talked about his progression, and, and, and all these guys will go through ups and downs, especially when you have a crazy season like this where you're playing so many road games early and the travel schedule is ridiculous. But he was nails tonight, and he was playing against some really tough players. He was really good on the ice. Uh, Petey, you could probably break that down if you looked at his game, if, if you have any time, actually, because you're you're watching like 17 games a day, I know. But J.J. <laughs> yeah. Mosier, Mosier was really good tonight. But those are things people don't notice. And it, we, it's funny, we, I won't get into who the player was tonight, but we were talking about a different player. Um, and it was a Vegas player. And somebody said to me, why is that player on the outs? And, and we looked at his game very close and I go, okay, watch the shift. Just watch what he does. And it's just the little things that they, that player wasn't doing correctly. When you look at Mosier, it's the little things that he does right. We talked about Carcone dumping the puck in on the first goal for Gunther. That was just a little detail that you do well. With J.J. Mosier, it's the way he turns and opens up his hits, hips, the way he gets a stick on puck. It's not that he's putting guys through the glass, just like Tepo Newman used to do. You're not physically doing you're just playing it the proper way stick on puck separate the player from the the, the puck and put the guy you can you don't have to crush him into the boards but just put him into the boards he does a lot of little things right with his foot movement he's quick enough moves yep. the puck extremely well he does all of the little things well that like you said Craig don't show up on a score sheet no question yep and it's anyway. And it's good to think about, too, because we sit here often and talk about maybe the lack of defensive depth in the prospect pool. And even though J.J. Moser <clears throat> is on the Coyotes and has been all season, he is still a, a young, developing player. So to, to think of him as part of you know the core of this team's future, it's exciting. Craig, I have yeah. one more comment. If, 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 if Sean DePaz can scroll up a little bit, there was a comment about an OEL. Oh, God. <laughs> John, there is John. So John said we should ask... GM Bill Armstrong, if he is going to take back OEL and get another first for bringing him back. Can you imagine? Because right now he's <laughs> he's getting, he was a healthy scratch up there. We all know about the Rick Talkin announcement today heading to, to Vancouver. And we've, we've saw how that relationship ended with OEL leaving. What if GM says, we'll take him back. Give us another first. <laughs> ha! Trust me when I tell you that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> I like where the chat's going. I, I know. I love the chat. Uh, I love no. the chat. You mentioned the future. Um, I want to point out also that my prospect report is coming out this week. It was supposed to come out tomorrow, but I wanted to talk to one more guy. Um, and and PE will remember this guy as well, even though he, he's another guy who had a cup of coffee. Like every player, I think, is a former Coyote. At some point, but <laughs> Probably. I'm going to talk to Eric Belanger. Oh, Belanger. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was not. He was here for. He was here longer, though. He was more than this a cup season, of coffee was here. It? Was it season? Yeah. He was but here for a little bit longer. I'll get a Good. chance to chat with him tomorrow afternoon, and my prospect report will be out on Tuesday. Who, 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 what is his connection to the Coyotes prospect report? Well, he coaches one of them. Oh, well, are, there you go. Can then you reveal any one of the prospects in the report or no? Yeah, I'll tell you all of them. Oh, I'm going okay. to dive into Akurati, a guy oh. who's almost been forgotten. Yeah. Uh, Maverick Lamaru. Oh, nice. Now you know who Belanger coaches. And then Anson yeah. Thornton, goaltender. That's so, great. So three names that we've talked about a lot on this show, so that's really cool. Yeah, cool. Yep. Looking forward to that one, Craig. Well, we'll see you tomorrow morning and yeah. Bill Armstrong. Looking forward to it. See you then. All right, guys. Make sure that studio's clean. Yeah, we've already talked <laughs> yeah. to the staff today. Let's it's, get it it's going. It's the Suns crew who are the men. It is. Yeah, it's always the Suns crew. It's always the Suns crew. But then they blame us.
Yeah, they leave their stuff on the table. They never clean up after themselves. Yep. No. It's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Hey, did Craig. the Suns hang out and win that game, by the way? Yes. By two, three. By, no, by two. By two. Yeah. Buddy, they're up by 27. I know. I saw the way it was trending. And, uh, I, I, I know. I, I know. We're all trying to get out of here, but <laughs> I, can I say something else about basketball? Because the, oh, all, yeah, all of them crazy. are watching this show, and this is—I am not making this up. Third period, ten minutes left. Basketball game, five minutes left. And I said, "Gosh, our game will be done before them." And they're like, "Oh no, no, no way!" So as the clock ticks on, five minutes left in a hockey game. It was four. It was four minutes and 38 seconds. Yeah. Do you know how much time was left in the basketball game? 27 seconds. 27. Nearly five minutes left in a hockey game. 27 seconds left in the basketball game. Whose game finished first? Timeout foul. Timeout foul. Timeout foul. The hockey game was done first. And I'm not that making is, that up. That's a 100% fact. That is what I hate about the NBA. About basketball. It's the same thing in college. It is painful to watch the final two minutes of a basketball game. Yeah. Just God. stop giving them so many timeouts. Give them the option of inbounding instead of instead of following, give line. the team three yes. points. You Thank follow them, God. there's three points, Fix give them the ball that. back, let's play. Fix that. I Jesus agree. Christ. That was so, it was Unlike painful. the last minute of hockey, which can be some of the most electric times yeah. in sports ever. Especially when you're like only down by one goalie. Overtime, they should it. get rid of whistles. No icing, no offsides, just freaking go. Goalie covers it. It's just like shinny. You got to go outside the blue line. You give it to your team. Drop the puck. Let's play. No more whistles. Let's go. Okay. Sorry. I just had to get that in. All right, guys. I All will right. see you in a few hours. All right. Can't wait. Bye, Craig. Bye. Um, all right, we have two, two super, super chats, chats that I want to read. The first one from our friend Vaguely Sober, $1.99 Super Chat. Heart, PHNX Heart, we appreciate you, Vaguely. It is always a joy Coming when you from show up awesome. in our chat. And from John, a $5 Super Chat, just for PD mentioning the OEL comment to Craig, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> See, but that's just, like, I thought it was brilliant. I think it's a great idea and Bill should get on the phone. Craig's like, no. No. He's like way too serious. Like, no. I think yeah. it's brilliant. Hey, that's why we, we're running move. it through Craig now so we don't. <laughs> Whoa. Brilliant move. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for Bill Armstrong to come in studio so he can enjoy the more furniture. Furniture here in our studios yes. will be on the, a very comfortable set, very comfortable seats. Um, and tonight, I got to say, like, I was down in the recliner like yeah. i was sinking lower and lower and lower um we it was a full house tonight with the sun's crew it, they're, it's just so comfortable so if you're looking for some new furniture for yourself check out morefurniture.com and save big on the best furniture in the valley when you head on over to morefurniture.com check them out um and you'll see it tomorrow on our live show so can't wait for that and if you're looking for a new lunch spot a new dinner spot this week Check out Illegal Pete's on Mill. Another great place to go before a Coyotes game. Mill is super close to the mullet. So if you need a pregame meal or a postgame even, check out Illegal Pete's. They have unreal food, tacos, quesadillas, bowls. They have a full bar, um, amazing margaritas. I always talk about the margaritas. I always talk about the queso too. And I say it because I stand by it. <laughs> um, it it's amazing. And if you have dietary restrictions, it's super easy to work around. Um, their ingredients are super fresh and so delicious. So check out Illegal Pete's. It's our go-to spot. We love it. Illegal Pete's on mail. All Can right. I say something to Bees? Yes. Because Bees had a comment. Yeah. And he asked me a question. Okay, go for it. And he said, where have you seen Keller's game grow the most in the last few years? What stands out to you the most? And I'll tell you this. When Clayton Keller came into the league, one, it was physical. He was small. And I think he he's not ever going to be a big player, but that helped his game early, but that helped his offensive game. The biggest thing to me that has changed with Clayton Keller's game is his ability to commit to both sides of the ice. His ability to commit to back-checking and playing in the defensive end has allowed him to be a better player in the offensive end because coaches can put him on the ice more often because you know he's not going to hurt you in the defensive end. So I think him playing a more complete game, playing a more defensive game, putting more effort into being in the right place at the right time in the defensive zone has allowed him to be a better offensive player. That may not make sense, but you can have no fear putting Clayton Keller on the ice. You can see Clayton Keller on, on the ice right now when they're defending a lead. There is no way in hell two years ago you would put Clayton Keller on the ice to defend a lead because he can't defend. So him taking a serious commitment to, to learning both sides of the game, I think that is the biggest improvement in his game, and I think that's what allowed him to get more ice time and allowed him to be a better offensive player. Oh, that was a great breakdown. Oh, thanks for the question, Bees. It was a good one. This is why we have Coach Petey mm -hmm. here to answer there we go. things like that. 
Um, Wait, so who did Karen order? Cor- Karen went to Illegal Pete's yesterday and ordered, and ordered online. online. It's, I want to order online right now. I'm starving. I have a I have a coupon. Starving right now. I have a coupon. So yeah, uh, maybe you should stop there on your way home. And maybe just I should. go the one on one. Yep. Um, anywho, we talked about the sacrifice for the tank tonight because Chicago and San Jose did Dino. lose. First of all, San Jose lost to Boston, which they've lost five regulation games this yeah, season. Yeah, we're okay with that. Yeah, we can like, be fine. Whatever, HK, and we already saw Jay from CHGO pop in. Eh, you know, just like the Coyotes have to win every once in a while, I, I guess the Blackhawks have to lose every once in a while. It is what it is. We won't we won't go there tonight, um, but there is a very important week ahead. This was not the game that we thought the Coyotes were winning. Um, there's a couple more on the calendar that are must-lose, and those are the upcoming games against the Anaheim Ducks. But as you mentioned, Anaheim has been here, is here, so I don't know if that means they'll be well-rested and maybe they'll oh, come out they? to play, or maybe they're going to get the uh, Old Town flu, as we They were say. here yesterday by dinner. Yeah. Like, they're 10 minutes from Old Town and out the front door to Mill Avenue. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Was Mill Avenue... I'm I'm in bed by nine. I imagine Saturday night Mill Avenue is probably not bad <laughs> if you're 21 and a multimillionaire. Might be a good spot. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see. That three days here... Whew, I don't know. That, that that could be interesting on the on the 24th. But I got to say, the best part about this upcoming schedule graphic right oh my now goodness. is that next week. Can you see that? Oh, my God. You guys, three games till the All-Star break. Let's We're in the go. final sprint. We're running the marathon. We can see the finish line. And we just got to go. Cannot wait. I cannot wait. I, like, I'm almost going to start crying. <laughs> How I mean, do you think they feel? I want to sleep so bad. I mean, like the 29th. No, nobody text me. Don't Discord me. Don't do anything. Like the 29th. Done. Yeah. Done. Leave us alone. But don't leave Craig alone. That's his No, birthday. bother That's the shit birthday. out of Craig. That's his birthday. It's his birthday on the 29th. Yeah. Yeah, bother the hell out of him. Bother him all bother day him. long. Discord him, DM him, like just, tag him. Yeah, yeah, make his day tough. I'm all in. PD, somehow you got eight size I, I, on a on a win post. I know, I know. <laughs> I don't know how he did Not it. Sure. Find a way. You find a Not way. Not sure how that happened. Uh, well, lastly, let's take a look at where we are with the punch, punch card. card. Oh, a little win! Great to have Sean. Down wow, it's crazy to card. actually to see it visually. Wow. Just see how few wins they've had in the last yeah, stretch in the here. last couple of weeks. So good for them. Good for morale. Yeah, and it starts this, you're guaranteed to win in this line. And let's hope, honestly, and, and kidding aside, these games with Anaheim, I mean, that I just keep thinking of all of us sitting in, in Nashville at Tootsie's watching the draft on TV because I'm too hungover to make it there live. And the Coyotes getting the first pick overall. And that's way more important to me right now than a, a, a Thursday night game or a Tuesday night game in, in the middle of January. End of January. I don't even know when this is right now, but <laughs> so it's going to be much more important come the draft. So these are really big games to watch and, and see how uh, they turn out. Yep, absolutely. And I just have to say again, thank you to the Coyotes and thank you especially to Clinton Keller for making this one where we didn't have to play cornhole to determine a king of the game. You are so good though, because you're, you are good. I'm saying, and some um, somebody tweeted at me today. I think it was Daniel saying, "Next time we have a tea I party, you, me, and Charles, <laughs> we're, we're doing cornhole." So you're my partner. Yeah, that was we're partners. Electric. It's you good, didn't yeah. even touch touch the. Um, but if you watched good. our post game show last night, you saw how we selected our king of the game, or if you saw the clip this morning on our Twitter at page next underscore Coyotes, if you saw that cornhole board, oh my god! Yeah. Like we got sent a custom cornhole board with. Phoenix, which I'm wearing the Phoenix hoodie right now. Uh, you got Phoenix on your laptop. Um, an Unreal custom cornhole board. And that is thanks to Chi-Town Cornhole. They've been supplying premium cornhole sets across the country and to military bases uh, wow. throughout the world since 2007. They're veteran owned and operated. If you're a veteran or active duty, you can mention this ad. Get a 10% discount on your own custom Cornhole boards, they had the the hole. Um, you can light it up. Literally thought of everything. Like you can light up the hole. So play at night, see the hole. Yep. There's a place to put your drinks. Beer. beer. Put your beer. It. Put your four-peak beer in the back. The the, the 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 one hidden gem for me, because we've talked about my age, I can never remember the damn score. Oh, and it has the... the that's the thing, like the I abacus know, it, thing. It's like an abacus thing. Yeah. It's like the old time pool hall where they take the. Are you surprised I know what an abacus is? I mildly, yeah. <laughs> but it has that hidden in the back too, so you can yep. have as much four peaks as you'd like, and you can still keep score. 
because of the Shy Town Cornhole boards, yep. have the Abacus scorekeeper. Yep. They have exterior handles, so it's easy to carry. You get um you get embroidered bags. We have the PHNX logo yes. on our bags. Bags are money. Like I can't even I I, I just I'm so blown away by how it unbelievably is unbelievable these are they can specialize in corporate designs for your company's next marketing or social event they're great for wedding gifts gifts of all occasions so if you're looking for they are really cool a great gift or a great thing to bring to a party for your next tailgate make sure to follow them on instagram at shy town custom cornholes that's at shy town custom cornhole boards that is or check out their website shytowncornhole.com so yeah really great really great and i mean Hopefully we don't have another shout out that we have to no. pick a king of the game that way. But I don't know, fun. PD, maybe. I'm excited uh, to play it now. We're gonna have to but if we do do this, if you and I game. actually go head to head though, like for real, we are marking off the actual boundary, yeah. we're putting tape down. There's gonna be some rules. Here. And let's put some money on the line. Um and you can use we can use Do you think that could be on underdog? We can use no no no. <laughs> I don't think higher lower on PD actually. No. How many bags you make? Yeah, it's going to be lower. Uh, I don't. Lower. I don't think so. But Take we can <laughs> we can wager on underdog fantasy because you can do a two person daily draft and and see who wins there. I, every time I do that, I lose. Like I. I, I <sighs> not well, you're pretty good you. at the pick 'em. You're good yeah, at baseball. Pick when, when baseball I can't wait for pick 'em. Baseball's weeks away from pitchers and catchers. But anyway, check out underdog Sorry. fantasy if you haven't already. It's super fun. We talk about it all the time. But it's fun and it's the, easy. The pick 'em, yeah. Like, I can't even tell you how easy it is. Seconds. Literally seconds. Yep. Play the pick'em game. Play Daily Fantasy. You can do hockey, basketball, NHL, anything. Any sport you can think of, it's on underdog. It's so fun. It's so easy. And it just makes it way more fun to watch the game. So if, unfortunately, your teams are out, it's a great way to stay invested in whatever game. So check out underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Sign up with the promo code PHNX and underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. Cool. Any final notes from tonight, PD? No, I, I, I think I think it's it's if if you got to see the game and watch this Coyote team when their feet are moving and they're skating, they can compete literally with anybody in this league, and that includes Toronto's and Boston's and Rangers and the Vegas Golden Knights. When their feet are moving and their goaltender's playing well, they can play with anybody. Unfortunately, they can't consistently do that every night. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe one day, but it was a fun game to watch, and and thank goodness you get the win against the, you know the, the desert, the duel in the desert is. Uh, goes to the Coyotes. Yep. So good for them. Absolutely. And we'll see what happens the rest of the week. Three to go. Three, Three until the All-Star Let's break. Let's go. Let's go. LFG. LFG. <laughs> Let's go. But before oh. then, before then, we Tomorrow. got we got Bill Armstrong. Can't wait. Tomorrow, 11.30 a.m. Set your reminders. That's Monday, January 23rd, if you're listening to this later. PHNX Sports YouTube channel. It'll be wherever you get your podcasts after the fact. So subscribe, leave us a review, like wherever you get your podcast, subscribe to the YouTube, hit the notification bell, set a reminder, 11.30 a.m. Monday, January 23rd, GM Bill Armstrong live with us in the studio. Can't wait to talk to him. Um, Everybody, thank you so much for joining us in the chat. We appreciate you. And if you're listening later, we appreciate you as well. Like I said, join us live tomorrow. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at S. Peters Hockey, Ali O'Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan course at sean underscore to pause follow phnx sports across all socials and follow at phnx underscore coyotes on twitter have a great rest of your night everybody and we'll see you tomorrow